Welcome, everyone. We'll kick things off in just a few moments with Mr. Roland Frazier. If you are here to learn how to acquire companies with zero money out of pocket, you're in the right place. This is our epic challenge. So we're excited to be working with each and every one of you. We're excited that you're here. I want to introduce myself. If you haven't seen the emails coming from me, my name is Deanna Rogers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be your concierge, your support this week. We've been helping build this program for the last two years. We love it. It is our baby. We love Epic. We love the community. We love the program. So if you have any questions about anything that Roland is covering over the next couple days or of the program or anything of the homework that he's teaching, you can always reach out to Bailey or myself. And we're going to constantly be popping our information in the chat, in the Facebook group and all those places because we want to make sure that you're connected and we want to make sure that you feel like you're involved in the group. This is a community. Epic is about the community. And so we're here to support you. We're here to make that a fun experience for you with it while you're here with us. So again, my name is Deanna Rogers. I've had the great privilege of working alongside Roland for the last 14 years, but my role this week is to be here to support you. That's what I want to be here for. I want to help you. I want to, if you're having questions, I want to be able to help answer any questions that you have, whether it's the homework, whether it's anything in the Facebook group, whether it's a deal, whatever it is, I'm here. I'm here to help support you. You're in for a treat because it's going to be a week and a half with us. And so you've got this week, you've got today and tomorrow. And then next week, you've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And we may throw in a couple of bonus days on Friday and over the weekend. So you've got some time with us. We're excited to block out that time to be able to teach you how to do acquisitions and how to acquire companies with zero money out of pocket. I'm not going to lie. I think Roland's the best out there. I think you're in for the biggest treat of your life. So if you've not ever gone through an epic challenge with us before. Hang tight. Get that pen and paper out. Here's what I want to do. Last thing before we bring Roland up, because I want to make sure that you guys are all ready. We want to make sure that anyone that you feel benefit from joining this challenge with us over the next couple of days, that they get a place to be here with us. So if you want other people to join, if you feel like maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's someone, your friend, relative, neighbor. If you feel they could benefit from this, make sure that you share this link. Get Epic Challenge. We're always trying to spread the word of how we can help other people. So we want to give you that challenge within the challenge. Like you share this wealth of information with others that you feel would benefit from this week's training. So again, we're going to post that right here in the chat box. Get epicchallenge.com. Let's see how many of your friends and family will join you this week on this challenge with us. How much more successful would you be if you had lunch once a week with insanely successful entrepreneurs who share their biggest secrets on how they think and achieve success? Grab your seat at the table, because this is Business Lunch with Roland Frazier and Ryan Dice. All right. Good deal. I think everyone's ready to go, Roland. I like it. Okay, so let's hop into this. Really excited to share this with you guys. We've just had so much success over the last couple of years sharing with people how we acquire companies and how we consult into companies for equity. And this challenge is a little different than anything we've ever done because we haven't really ever kind of combined those two things. And so today we're going to talk about how we acquire companies for little or no money, usually no money out of pocket. And we're also going to talk about how we do consulting into deals for pieces of the company. And it's something, this one cool thing about like 
this is something that we're doing all the time. Deanna's doing it and I'm doing it. And I'm going to have all kinds of cool guests on here over the next several days to share with you exactly what they're doing. And so I think it's, there's just nothing as powerful as seeing a whole bunch of people that are doing something successfully, hearing their stories and kind of getting a peek inside while also receiving the training. So that's what we're going to do is we're just going to hop in. I'm going to give you today kind of an overview of where the opportunities lie and why there's so much opportunity. And then over the next several days, we'll go into how do you find these deals? How do you set up your acquisition criteria to know exactly what you should be finding in the first place? How do you analyze them? How do you negotiate? How do you um, get the funding in place using several strategies that we've developed? We've developed a couple hundred of them. We'll cover the most commonly used ones, most popular ones on day four, I think it is. And then we'll go through a hypothetical. So you get to kind of try out your hand at like, how, how are you able to apply what we've learned here? And all along the way, we'll have people coming in and sharing, this is how we do it so that you have the opportunity to kind of see just how many different people are doing really cool deals all over the world. So that's with that, let's get started. Okay. So we are in our ethical profits and in crisis. That's what Epic stands for. There's so many cool opportunities that are going on. And a lot of them are as a result of some crises that are going on right now. So this day, today, we're going to talk about how to become an Epic investor. And what that looks like is, but really there's some huge advantages to what we're doing here. And I just kind of wanted to highlight those for you first. The very first one is that you can do deals anywhere in the world without having to travel. We have people that are overseas that are doing deals in the United States. We have people here in the United States that are doing deals overseas. It's really a global thing. So I noticed we had some people from France and some people from London. I didn't get to hear all of them because I was trying to get all of the tech stuff set up, but you can do deals anywhere in the world without traveling. And that's not something that a lot of people think about when they're thinking about acquiring companies, because with going remote and all of the cool tools like Zoom available to communicate these days, you really don't have to be in the place that you own the business. And a lot of businesses are owned in the cloud. There's a lot of virtual businesses and e-commerce and software as a service and e-learning and information that you don't actually have to go and do anything out. Now, if you're if you're talking about a store location, I just acquired an interest in a chain of auto repair shops. And I did not go and look at the auto repair shops because there are operators that I partnered with on the deal. And so that's a really cool thing too, is as long as a business has somebody to operate it, and we'll get into that, I think in day three, as long as there's somebody to operate it, you don't ever have to really go to it. You don't have to be there. And that is kind of exciting. The other thing that we'll be, talking about is this provides you with the ability to do unlimited funding with no money out of pocket because you don't have any money that you have to come out of pocket for these deals. Now, does that mean that no money will exchange hands? No. Does it mean that it's a no money down deal? No. That means no money down means that there's no money going to the seller at all at the closing. But the way that we structure these deals, very, very often, more often than not, the seller gets cash at closing. It's just not coming from you. So we call these no money out of pocket deals, not no money down deals. That's a really important distinction. But here's the cool thing. If you don't ever have to come out of pocket with money, then you've got an unlimited ability to acquire companies. So that's pretty exciting, right? Now, what, what's really cool about that is that kind of creates an interesting challenge. We had, as we were going into the pandemic, we knew there were going to be a lot of opportunities. And I think there's a whole lot to come, by the way, where the economy is going right now. We're headed towards, some people say a recession, some people say, you know, a lull. 
whatever you want to call it, every change creates huge opportunities. And particularly when it comes to acquiring businesses. So the, the thing is, is that we had set aside cash and we're accumulating cash to buy deals. And now we're like almost three years into the whole pandemic thing. And we haven't been able to spend any of it to acquire anything because we keep doing deals with no money out of pocket. So it's a good challenge to have because then you can invest that in other things if you want to, or you can go and do more traditional deals where you're buying companies that way. For us, we just find that there's too many opportunities and we haven't been able to do it because if it's the choice between investing cash out of our pockets in a deal or doing a no money out of pocket deal, we're going to choose the no money one every single time. Um, The other thing is that For any of you who have any skills that could be valuable to businesses, one thing that we like to do is CFE. CFE stands for Consulting for Equity. So we find that we can actually provide the skills that we've got and have people give us 20, 40, 60% or more of their company to do the thing that we're good at. So if you've got skills as marketing, if you're a consultant in any way, if you're a speaker, an author, an expert, if you have anything of value, if you're an operator, if you are a financial person or an accountant, or you're good at recruiting and hiring people, any of those things, or you're good at sales, right? Any of those things is a skill that there are entrepreneurs who have companies that are just dying to find somebody that's got those skills. And rather than trading dollars for hours, which is what most people do, and being a consultant or an employee, you can actually go in and say, hey, I'm going to come in and I'm going to bring these skills and I want to get paid a piece of the equity of the ownership of the company that's already profitable to add those skills. So that's a really cool thing that we've been doing a lot of. We'll talk a lot about that. We have a lot of people that are going to share their stories of how they're doing that. Another cool thing that kind of evolved out of that is when I first was doing deals, I was like, I don't want to be a consultant because I don't want to trade dollars for hours. That's been a mantra I was that was beaten into me since I was a child. You know, all of the books I read, all, all of the people that I followed, all the mentors I had. So you know, you can't trade dollars for hours. So I was like, okay, anytime somebody would ask me, would you consult? Would you help me out with my company? I'd say no, because you know I'm not a consultant. The way I do that is I, I take you know equity in deals and I would end up with equity in deals. But then a lot of those deals, the people wouldn't listen. They wouldn't do the things that that we talked about doing, even though they were excited about it, they were just too busy or whatever. And so what I finally figured out was getting some skin in the game to have them actually make an investment to get the initial advice that I'm going to give them was the way better way to go. And so now what I do is I do kind of a combination. These consulting for equity deals, I'll do a half-day consultation. And we have a whole bunch of people doing these deals for consultations, anywhere from a thousand up to what I charge. I haven't heard anybody charging more than what I charge that's gone through the program, but I have friends that charge a hundred thousand dollars for a day. I charge 25,000 for a half day, which is four hours. I did one of those yesterday. I did actually three of them this week. And it's a really great way. I don't do It's great to have the money, right? The money's good, but really I don't want to trade dollars for hours, even if it's $6,250 an hour, right? Which is 25,000 divided by four hours. So what I do though, is go into the businesses and provide a plan, a strategy that gives them action steps to do. And then they generally ask me, well, what would it take for you to come in and be a part of the company to help us execute those things? Now, I don't want to be an operator, so I'm still sitting above the business, which we'll talk about in a little bit as a strategist, but I am 
interested in showing them what they need to do and then helping them organize the pieces in the company or put the people in place or get the connections with the relationships that they need to achieve the goals that we talk about in those sessions. So I'm going to talk about this too throughout, and you'll hear a lot of people saying that they're doing this, where we're getting paid to go in and do a, a, a short consultation, typically a half a day. And then that that leads into the opportunity more often than not, it's an invitation from the person you consulted with because they're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I need to have you. But then we'll talk about how you can do that and get paid actually to vet deals, to review, to see if you want to take the equity in them. So that's kind of a fun thing as well. Also, you get to decide how much you want to make in these deals. So I I think it's really cool and, and, and a really important distinction about acquiring a business that already exists, you already know what you'll make when you own it. You already know what you'll make when you take a percentage ownership interest in it. So if you have a business and you say, you know, my my acquisition criteria, and we're covering acquisition criteria for a whole day here because it's super important. It's really often overlooked. But when you say, what do I want to make? And you say, okay, I want to make $10,000 a month, let's say. That's a very common thing that I'll hear people say. Just if I could get an extra $10,000 a month, man, would it change things? And with inflation running at 8.6%, you need some extra cash, right? But here's the thing. With most opportunities, you don't have any idea what you're going to make because you don't know what's going to show up right? If you're flipping houses, maybe you're going to acquire a house and there's going to be a cracked slab or some other challenge that you didn't anticipate. And then the, the, all the profit you thought you were going to make goes away. And now you can't, you can't sell the thing or you can't make the money that you thought you would. If you're buying crypto and you're hoping it's going to go up, well, I mean, daggone last weekend, 200 billion in market cap got knocked off of crypto, 200 billion. It's crazy. Right. Um, and if you're if you're an employee, your your job could go away at any minute. Like all of these all of these things, you don't really get to decide. Somebody else is deciding. If you're an employee, your boss is deciding, right? If you're a real estate investor, kind of the quality of the house is deciding. But right now, it's really hard because prices are sky high, and in the stock market, you have no control at all, right? You're just hoping that the people that are in there aren't running the next Enron or or even Netflix, which is a great company drop 70% in value, right? It's it's just really, really hard. But here's what's cool about businesses. When you acquire a business that's been running for five, seven, 10 years or more, then you kind of know what that business is going to make because you've got a history of what it's done, right? You then become the owner and you've got this asset, this business that you know how much money it's going to make. And if you if it doesn't make as much as you want to make, you just don't do the deal, right? But if it does, then you say, okay, that hits my acquisition criteria. I'm going to acquire that business. And now you know that historically that business has generated a profit of $10,000 a month or a hundred thousand or whatever you want, 5,000, 3,000, right? It's just whatever your criteria is. So that's a really big advantage of doing what we're doing here and acquiring businesses and doing this consulting for equity. The other thing is that now consulting for equity is not passive because you're trading some skill or service that you've got for an ownership interest in the company. But when you acquire a company as an owner, when you do an actual acquisition, then it is truly passive because you have operators that are in the business. I don't want you guys running the business, right? I want you to be able to sit above the business, which we'll talk about in a little bit, 
and have the freedom to do whatever you want and, and go in and have these operators that are running the business for you. When you're flipping real estate, I can tell you that's not passive. I've done it. You've got to go and you've got to look at all these houses and put all these offers out and then coordinate contractors to rehab the homes and then market. And sell. I mean, it's a lot of work, right? It, this is a truly passive thing that you can do unless you're doing consulting for equity. And then I mentioned the crazy volatility that's going on right now, right? With crypto, crypto, the average crypto fund over the last 12 months returned, I think it was 127%. And now 200 billion in market value gets wiped out. It's very volatile. Real estate is like the, just the interest rates alone are twice now with the Fed raising interest rates. Crazy, right? Just super volatile. You have no idea where the value is going to stay. But the cool thing about a business is the value generally sits pretty much within a range that I'll talk about as we go forward. Okay. So a lot of advantages here with this. And just to give you a little bit of my background, I've been doing this for a long time, right? Five decades. When I wrote this out, I was like, oh my gosh, this, I've been doing this for five decades. It's crazy. So I started in the 1980s using manufacturing companies, acquiring manufacturing companies using a tool called a leverage buyout. Now, this was really the genesis of me getting an idea that you could acquire companies with no money out of pocket. Because what I saw, I, I had started selling real estate. I got my real estate license and then went on to, I, I was finding out how they were putting deals together. And they said they use these things called syndications. And I asked if I could help raise money. And they said, you've got to have a license. And I was like, what kind of license? They said, it's a, it's a securities license. So I got the securities license and the firm in New York that, that I hung my license with basically knew some people. I got introduced to some people at Prudential Securities and one of the investment bankers there took me under his wing and said, this is, this is how you do these things. Well, in the eighties, they were doing these deals called leverage buyouts. And it meant that they were leveraging the assets of the companies that they were acquiring to buy them out. And in doing that, it meant that they didn't have to come out of pocket. Then I got to doing these workouts because there was a little mini recession in the 90s and I had restaurants and some other retail properties that I owned and there were some challenges with that. And so I had to go in and do workouts and basically renegotiate debt and deals and things like that. When the 2000s rolled around, I had an investment and was advising several of the dot-com companies. And then they had this dot-com bust that, that it happened around Y2K, around the year 2000. And it used to be, you know, hey, let's just open a portal and everybody will come and we can spend unlimited money. And then it turned out, you know, hey, you actually have to make profit eventually. So I helped a lot of those companies do reorganizations. And in the 2010s, right after the Great Recession, there was a lot of opportunity to do roll-ups of real estate. So I did that. And now in the 2020s, I'm really focused on software as a service companies, media properties, which is thing that's aggregated the attention and eyeballs of a particular customer avatar, any kind of services company from auto repair services to business services to home services. I really like service companies because they don't have inventory and publishing as well. I love information businesses, all of those zero out of pocket. Well, if you look down the right side of that, it's LBOs workouts, reorgs, roll-ups, and zero-out-of-pocket deals. These are all really powerful strategies to acquire companies. And that experience has really helped me see how can you identify companies that have huge opportunities for upside? How can you fund them with little or no money out of pocket? 
and then turn them into very profitable operating businesses. And so that's that's kind of what I've done. And I, I've proved this over all these years. You can see 24 different industries here. The ones with one star came, I was able to take to 10 million plus in sales. There are seven of them that have two stars that were 100 million in sales or more. And one of them with three stars, that's a billion dollars or more in sales. And my current portfolio is all acquired through no money out of pocket or consulting for equity. So six different companies on the Inc. 500 list of fastest growing companies, 38 total companies that are holding companies. All of those have other companies as well, a little over 4.4 billion in sales volume. And you can see, you know, it's across everything from dog pet products to software as to services, to business services, to masterminds, to, like I said, to auto repair centers and accounting practices. It's, it's a very, in restaurants, right? It's a very broad portfolio of companies. And one thing I would encourage you to do too is follow me on Instagram. I've got a verified account. It's just Roland Frazier spelled in the way that I spell it. And I also have a podcast that has a lot of information about business and doing these kinds of things. It's called Business Lunch. I do that with my business partner, Ryan Dice, who is the founder of Digital Marketer. And also I'm always putting out videos. I do, I spend about a day a week creating fun and hopefully entertaining and helpful videos for you on TikTok and YouTube. So I would encourage you to go, especially on Instagram. It's a great place to, to connect. And I answer all my own Instagram messages as well. So that kind of gets us started. This is probably the best time that I have seen over all of those decades that I showed you to acquire businesses at rock bottom prices for lots and lots of reasons. But really, there's three crises that are creating these unprecedented opportunities. So there's also, by the way, if you want to, if you're a LinkedIn person, you can follow me on LinkedIn, but I would highly recommend Instagram, the podcast, YouTube, and TikTok. But anyway, so this will be where you start filling out this book, right? So here's the thing. Three crises creating this unprecedented opportunity, unprecedented opportunity that we've got right now. The first one is that baby boomers are getting older and they're aging out of their business. They're not only aging out because a lot of them are getting to the point where they want to just stop doing what they've done. But also, and this is just one of the businesses that I was talking to yesterday, had this conversation. It's in the accounting field. And they said 75% of accountants are going to retire now over the next 10 years. 75%, right? That's crazy. That means there's going to be a huge demand for accounting. There's a pilot shortage right now. There are not enough pilots because a lot of pilots took early retirement plans. So that creates opportunities in aviation. There's all of these, these people who are getting older who are who made up, they called it a boomer, right? Because it was a giant lump of people who came into the world after World War II. And now there are fewer people to replace them, right? So there's a lot of opportunities as the baby boomers age out. And you know what happens is that, and I'll give you some stats here, right? They want to exit their business or they must exit their business, right? 50 million baby boomers are retiring over the next 10 years. 12 million of those own businesses and four and a half million businesses then just from the aging out, not including all the other people who want to sell, but just from the aging out of baby boomers, four and a half million businesses worth $10 trillion are going to transition over the next 10 years. And who are they going to transition to? Well, here's the challenge, right? So you're a baby boomer and you've got kids and you want to leave your car wash, your parking lot, or your accounting practice or horse grooming business. Or even if you've got a cool e-commerce business, you want to leave that to your kids. But you know what your kids want to do? 
Your kids want to be Instagram stars. They want to go on YouTube and Instagram and post videos and TikTok and be able to make ten, twenty thousand dollars a month without having to work that hard, right? And that's kind of and and it's also more in on trend with what their friends are doing. So these people are having a hard time finding people to sell their businesses to, which leads us to the next opportunity and crisis, which is a market overcapacity. So all these people that want to sell their businesses, even the ones that try to list them, right? Twenty percent of those that get listed, only twenty percent of those are going to actually end up selling. So that means 80% of the people that want to sell their business bad enough to go to an investment banker or business broker and list it for sale can't sell it. That's a huge opportunity, okay? So that's a huge opportunity too. And then the third one is failures and closings, okay? Failures and closings. So every year, there's 6.5 million startups. We're in this really crazy startup culture. Business filings for new businesses, the last stat I saw, up 25%. 25% because all the people from the great resignation who were working jobs that they were like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Or I don't want to stay in this city. I want to go out to a different, less expensive place to live. They're starting new businesses and there's this big startup culture, but starting up a business is really, really hard, right? As a matter of fact, 1.6 million businesses per year fail 90% actually over 10 years, according to the small business administration in the United States fail. So you got to ask yourself this. If you know that 90% of first-time founders fail, and you know that people that used people that started something that didn't work out and learned some lessons still fail 80% of the time, and the smartest people in the world, arguably in the tech centers that are the Silicon Valley and the other places in the world that have high tech, right, with investment bankers, best lawyers, best MBA graduates, best coders, all of that stuff they fail 75% of the time. Three out of four of the time, percent of the time, three out of four of those businesses fail, right? The best odds you've got is if you're a previously successful entrepreneur and you're still gonna fail 70% of the time. But here's the thing, 90% of businesses that are 10 years old or older survive. And there's a whole lot of great businesses, particularly with the baby boomers that are older than 10 years. So like every year that a business stays in business, it's more likely to be successful over the long term, okay? Ending up about 10 years in. So when we're looking for businesses that are three, five, 10 years old, we're really getting the odds significantly in our failure. As a matter of fact, if you buy a business that's 10 years older or older, you have a 90% success rate, right? It's the converse of the failure rate. So why would you want to buy or acquire a business versus start one up? Well, I mean, I just showed you there's a tremendously lower risk, right? But here's the other cool thing. When you're starting a business, you only have a few financing options. You've got angels and friends and family and some bank and credit loans, but not a lot to work with because there's nothing already there. There's no going concern that exists. You have literally nothing to start with. But when you get into a business that already exists, you have tremendously more financing options. We've identified 221 of them so far today, okay? You also have brand recognition. You don't have to build a brand from scratch because people know a business that's been around for a long time. It also already has customers. It already has sales, which means already it's going to already have profits as well because we're looking for profitable business. That's another misconception that people have about acquiring with no money out of pocket. Not no money down, no money out of pocket. That They can't acquire profitable business, but a lot of these baby boomers, most of these businesses that they own 
are already profitable. Okay. So, and, and they don't just own, if you're like, well, I don't want to own a car wash or a restaurant or a brick and mortar business. Baby boomers own a lot of tech businesses too. Okay. They own software as a service. They own e-commerce businesses. They own e-learning businesses and information businesses. So you get all of that sales profits. You get the contacts. They've already got the systems. They've already hired the employees. Right. But here's the thing. Those people who, for whatever reason, cannot get out of their business, a lot of them, they just close them. As a matter of fact, two of the accounting businesses of the three that the people that I met with yesterday who were looking at doing a consulting for equity deal, two out of three of the acquisitions they made were from people that were basically just going to close the doors. Okay. So here's the cool thing. This creates a tremendous opportunity for us to find motivated sellers, motivated sellers, people who want to sell, but for whatever reason can't or want to sell quickly because of some of the reasons we'll talk about here. These are the things that we're looking for, right? It may be that they're having money challenges, but more often than not, it's an under-optimized opportunity for them, meaning that they're working in a business that is not paying them what they could go and get a job and make because they don't know how to run the business, right? They're not experienced with it. They are kind of, they have a job and it's paying them, maybe it's paying them 60, 70, $80,000 a year, but they can go and get a job making, making 120. And so they're just saying, you know what? I don't want the hassles of running a business. So for that reason, I'm out. Also, retirement. As I mentioned, aging out lots and lots of people that are retiring right now. A lot of people are relocating. They might be relocating because houses have gotten crazy where they live. They might be looking just to lower generally the, the cost of living, particularly now with inflation running at 8.6%, the highest in, you know, what, 40 years, I think it is. That is a real driver of people moving from the places that they are to other places and just leaving businesses behind, okay? Burnout. They're just tired of it. They've been doing it and they're worn out. They just don't want to do it anymore. Or they can't sell like the 80% that try and fail. Or they don't even think about how can I sell. They just are like, I just don't know what to do. I'm going to leave. So, um, And then, of course, my favorite that that I, I may or may not have suffered from in the past, which is shiny object syndrome. It's like, it's almost a grass is greener thing, right? Oh, I'm in this business. I know all the things that are challenges. And so I want to go over here and do this other thing that is, I think, going to be easier, but it's not. And we also have people who are dying and people who are having challenges with partners, people who are having health challenges, particularly with everything that's going on right now in divorce. So these top 10 reasons are what the ideal motivated seller looks like. Okay. And you also have COVID, you know, a whole bunch of businesses shut down because of COVID or suffered and, uh, huge losses of revenue. And so they're just having challenges, but the market is giant. The market is absolutely giant. If you look at the number of SMBs and SMBs are small and medium sized businesses in the United States alone, there's almost 30 million of them in Europe. There's about 25 million in Canada. There's a little over a million in Australia, a couple million. So 57 million of these small and medium sized businesses that we want to target. And I'll tell you about the targeting here in a minute. At any given time, about 4.3 million of those are for sale. And only about 720,000 of the ones that are for sale will actually sell. That means that at any given time, there's about 3.6 million businesses in the United States, Canada, Europe, and Australia, over 2 million in the United States, over a million in Europe that have actually tried to sell, but cannot. That's a huge opportunity. So there is a huge abundance of businesses for us to look at across anything that you might be interested in.
that is it. Just thank you guys for being here. And I'm really excited to share this stuff with you. I'm most excited. The biggest payback that we get from you is when you let us know about deals you're doing. So please connect with us, connect with me on Instagram and the other places I talked about and let us know how you're doing as you do this stuff. It really means a lot. And you're going to learn a whole lot over the next few days. So why not share this with somebody you like? Because you know what you're more likely to do? You're more likely to do this stuff if you can get with somebody that you like, that you're friends with, and you do it together. And so that's really, really good for motivating you to go and 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 do this. And you can share the work. It's it's just really great. So we'll see you guys all at the same time, same channel, and look forward to it. Bye, everyone. Have an amazing evening. We'll talk soon. Bye now. Hey, Roland Frazier here. If you're looking for a way to grow your business exponentially, to get more customers and ultimately increase your wealth, there's no faster way to do it than to acquire other businesses that already have the customers, products, services, teams, and media that you want. If you want to double your sales, just acquire a company that has the same sales as yours. It sounds simple, but far too many people end up starting new businesses that fail and forget that they could skip all the hard stuff and just acquire one that already exists. There's a reason why private equity firms, family offices, big companies like Apple, Google, and some of the smartest entrepreneurs on the planet do not start new businesses from scratch. They acquire already successful businesses. And when they do it, they instantly increase their sales, their profits. If they want market share, they increase that. They can get new products and services to offer all instantly. Hey, look, 90% of new businesses fail. 90%. Why not acquire an already successful business and increase your chances of success by 900%? What most people don't realize is you can acquire highly profitable businesses with no money out of your own pocket in pretty much any country in the world, regardless of your credit and without having to go find a bunch of investors or needing any experience. Look, I've been acquiring businesses for over 30 years now, and I cover the whole process in my epic investing strategy training, and I want to give it to you 100% free. Just visit businesslaunchpodcast.com forward slash epic to get your free access to my epic investing training right now while it's available.